What is up, everybody? Welcome to my surprise show of the week. I told you I'd deliver. I am here. I am ready to go. I have some water on me. It's in the afternoon. We couldn't get Studio 2 today because Mama Trangavi still hasn't got the internet pressure that we may need for that. But I'm here with a really great show for you guys today, and I'm so excited. I cannot wait to get started with this show. Um, and today we're talking all things Never Have I Ever, the show that all South Asians are supposed to love and adore. Uh, do they all love and adore the show? I mean, well, that's up for debate because I took an Instagram poll and apparently 65% of the people on my Instagram poll wanted to fire Mindy Kaling after two seasons on the show never have i ever but i love tv for those of you that know me i love media i love all of it and so i decided to make a show about never have i ever and give you guys a comprehensive objective review of the show so let me real quick before we get into like how everything's going to work and all that stuff let me give you a little bit of background. So for those of you that don't know, a year ago, I used to write. So I was I was a blogger. I know that was very 2013 and Tumblr, but I used to write blogs. And they weren't very popular. Um, <laughs> they were, uh, you know, they get like 200 views or whatever. But I would blog and I would write uh, different things. So I would write about my life, all that stuff, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, but I'd also... I did a series where I wrote about every episode of Never Have I Ever because last year it came out during the peak of quarantine. None of us were really doing anything. So I had some time on my hands and I decided to write a few blogs about the show. Um, and I went back and I read those blogs. And frankly, I'm quite disappointed in the way that I handled it. Uh, I thought that maybe last year going into it, I would just write from the heart. But it turns out I was borderline offensive. I felt like I didn't do the actors and actresses justice. Uh, I didn't treat Mindy Kaling and the producers of the show with a decent amount of respect. And I just feel like overall the blogs that I wrote last year were not indicative of how I truly feel about the show a year removed from it. Also, season two just came out. I have a podcast, so now I can talk about it and make sure my opinions are fully... Um, elaborated on rather than you know edited and written and all of that stuff so i feel like i can just kind of shoot from the hip and kind of give you guys a comprehensive objective review of how i feel felt about this season season two of never have i ever which dropped last week you can go check it out on netflix uh and warning quick warning for everybody uh spoilers are ahead um and me talking basically from the jump right about things from season two um so if you guys haven't seen it and you want to go see it watch it and then come back and watch this because i'm going to be spoiling things right off the bat really 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 quickly so don't watch the show if you don't want to know what happens uh, i'm going to be referencing events in season two uh season you know and season one i guess too so but not really uh but yeah if you haven't seen the show Go watch it. You probably won't even understand what's going on in the first place. So let me make that very clear. Um, but how is this going to work? How is this whole uh, review of mine going to work? Am I just going to sit here and talk into a camera like a normal TV show reviewer? No, because that would be basic and boring. So <laughs> what I'm going to do and my epic plan for you guys is I'm going to sit here 
And I am going to be a coach is what I'll call myself. I'll call myself the head coach of the South Asian media department. Okay. You know how there are head coaches of sports teams. Rappers have their agents. I'm going to be an all encompassing version of that for Brown people in the media. Okay. I'm going to be the coach for all of these people that are on this show. So I'm going to be, you know, talking with the producers of the show, the actors and actresses of the show. And um the and then give my own takeaways at the end so the first half of this is basically going to be directed at the various actors actresses and producers of the show giving more specific feedback to them and the second half is going to be my overall takeaways so i'm basically going to pretend like i'm a coach i'm I'm the coach of the team of never have i ever right i'm the they can pay me how netflix can pay me however much they want for their advice for my advice on the show and I'm just going to be like their advisor. I'm going to be their third-party advisor who's completely objective, has zero stake in the game. I don't want to be, you know, I I would, do I care if this show has another season on the air? Not really. Like, I'm not that invested in it. I'm not like a stan, you know. Do I care about anything related to this show? Somewhat. I care about the South Asian rela- relatability and uh, representation aspect of it. So I'm just going to talk about the lack or I'm going to basically just advise the people that walk into my office today. This is going to be my office. They're going to be sitting on the other side of the desk. Um, and I'm going to be talking with them and basically just having conversations with the actors, actresses, and producers of the show. And basically talking about what we can do to improve some questions that they should be thinking about heading into the next phase and the production of season three, which I presume the show is going to get renewed because of the popularity that it's had uh, thus far. And basically where we can go from here. So hope you guys are interested. It's going to be kind of a long show, but I think it'll be fun. And I think you guys will be into it. So let's get right into the show with our first. Oh, our first people have arrived. Look at that. Hi, Mindy. Hi, Lang. Please take a seat behind the dirty laundry. Uh, I know that shirt says Trey Area. Ignore it. Um, just uh, throw it back. Uh, sorry if the office is a little messy today. Uh, recording out of our uh, out of my parents' bedroom, you know. So uh, the the coach has to do what the coach has to do uh, to make a living these days. So, but Mindy and Lang, thank you for coming in. Um, Mindy, this is mostly going to be directed at you because you were the one that pitched Netflix this show way back in 2017 saying that this was going to be the South Asian show. This was going to be the show that we all wanted in regards to uh, representing South Asians in media. And so I'm going to be directing my comments more towards Mindy because Lang Fisher is more so a secondary producer on the show. I don't know either of these two women personally. But they're both big shots in Hollywood, so they must have done something right. Okay, Mindy. Here's what I have to say about season two of Never Have I Ever and Never Have I Ever in general. I think you have clear strengths in terms of what you do well. And I think one of those strengths that you do really, really well on this show is you're really good at making characters that don't matter. So you're really great at making characters and giving characters intrigue, but in the grand scheme of things, they have nothing to do with the show. I'll give you a couple examples on this season in particular. Mr. K, Mr. K, Manish Kulkarni, Utyarsh Ambekar 
is my new favorite human being. But besides that point, I'll talk more about Manish later. You made a lot of intrigue out of this guy, and I'm pretty sure there's a lot of brown guys out there who were very interested by this character. But you made him basically irrelevant, and all he did was flirt with Davy's cousin Kamala the whole season. You could have made so many things. He's a brown teacher on campus, the only brown teacher. Davy's the one of two Indian girls in in her class. You could have done so many things with this character, but you left so much to be desired. I hope you use him in season three. I have a whole backstory written for him, which we'll get into later in my second half of the show. Mindy, I am truly disappointed with the way you use Manish. But the second character that I think you just don't like you made just completely useless but has a lot of intrigue is Patti, the grandmother i love the grandmother concept i think you were on the right track early in the season when you decided to bring the grandmother back from india to america and have her be a part of the show's fabric i am a huge 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 fan of that Yes, because that's something that we can all relate to as South Asians, having our grandparents live in our houses for extended periods of time. It happens, right? That's great. I'm a huge fan of that aspect of the show. But you made the grandmother fucking useless, Mindy. What did you do with her? She was just in the show and she would make a couple wisecracks here and there. You could have done so many things with her, but... I feel like I barely know who she is besides the fact that she's Davy's dad's mom. I, uh, She's just kind of there. She seems like a very chill Indian grandmother, if one, right? And she just is a side character, which is fine. That's fine. But you could utilize her and make her into a character where she is so useful. She is... Indian grandmothers are the best, man. You can, you can make her like into like the funniest character with just like if you just give her lines of thumbnail and she's just like talking shit to Davy and Kamala like that's hilarious there's so many things you could do between her and Melanie that dynamic is not explored the dynamic between Davy and Patti is not explored the dynamic between Kamala and Patti is not explored there's so many things you could have done Mindy but you did none of them you left Patti to be and basically just sit around, deliver wisecracks once in a while, and be the character that was, you know, just kind of in the shadows when you could have done so much with her. I really hope you do more with her on season three. There's so much left to be desired with those, with both Manish and Patti. So those are, that's my first point. You're really good at making characters, but not using them. Use the characters that you have in front of you, okay? I have a question for you, Mindy. Uh, not you, Lang, because you're white, but Mindy. Real quick question here. Do you think genuinely, genuinely, do you genuinely think that this show represents South Asians well? It's an open-ended question. I personally have no opinion on this. I think it goes back and forth. I think there are examples of how this show represents South Asians well. I think in early season one, this show had an episode called Ganesh uh, about Ganesh Chaturthi, which is something that I celebrate as a South Asian, as a South Indian as well. And it was really nicely done. I, I like to see another holiday on this big screen rather than Diwali all the time, right? Like we're getting where we're talking about different shit. That's important. I'm a fan of that. Good job, Mindy. I will give you your props where you deserve it. 
But you do that, and then you make this mind-puzzling decision at the beginning of Season 1, before you even start the show, that you're going to give the cousin of Davy, Davy's mother and Davy's father, you're going to give all those three actors and actresses fake accents? Like, how do you feel about that choice? Okay? You're a South Asian show, right? You live in a highly, highly woke era, right? Where a lot of people would criticize you potentially for making that choice. I'm shocked that more people haven't criticized her for making her actor, actors and actresses do fake accents. I, I'm shocked that you that that she was allowed to do that and that you were allowed to do that, Mindy. But here's the thing is like how I feel about the accents is like I feel like there are so many other actors and actresses who are looking for employment. And for those of you that remember, Never Have I Ever was an open casting call. So it was an open casting call, completely open to everybody. Like you could have been and or sorry, you could have been like eight, like they were looking for anybody. Like they they searched the country for all Indians, for all moms, for all dads to audition for the roles. And that yet they couldn't find someone who grew up in India who lives in America right now. My mother tried out for the role of Nelani. My mom would have made a kick-ass Nelani. I think she would have been really, really good. I think there are a lot of aunties that tried out for Nalini, particularly in the Bay Area. I think they would have been fantastic. Mindy, and that's no offense to Porna, by the way. I think Porna is a great actress. Porna is one of the OGs in South Asian Hollywood. I respect the hell out of Porna. She does a great job in so many different roles. She's done both Bollywood and Hollywood. Nothing against Porna Jagannathan at all. But I think that you could have picked actors and actresses who maybe didn't, like, who maybe don't, or who maybe have accents and who maybe have experience with being the Indian mom. Like the Indian mom that isn't first generation. The Indian mom that immigrated here. There are so many people that want that chance, that tried out for that chance and didn't get it. So Mindy, tell me why. I know that was a little bit of a rant. Why do you feel the need to put fake accents on your actors and actresses? Tell me. It's not that hard, Mindy. Okay? I think, I think that was a choice that could have been changed and i am not a fan of the choice that you made with that mindy and i'm disappointed frankly uh, i don't think you can fix it i think you have to keep it because it would be weird if porna walks in with a complete with her normal voice in season three if richa walks in with her normal voice season three if Sendhill has his normal voice season three i think that's weird but well you gotta live with some you lose some, you win some you lose some and you really lost that one uh, and I think you lost a lot of South Asian people with that one. And the last thing I want to talk to you about, Mindy, before I'll send you on your way, because I know you're busy. The lack of culture in season two. You pitched this show to Netflix. I remember this very clearly as the South Asian show, as the show that was going to be about a South Asian family and about cult balancing culture and life and romance and all of those things. And that's great that you want romance to be a part of this show. To be honest, I don't really care that... I mean, there's a love triangle. Sure. Whatever. Like that bothered me to some extent because you could prioritize your time with the love triangle and talk about Maitri's life. This goes back to what me and Sachin Kumar were talking about. Shout out Sachin uh, on episode 10 of my podcast that you 
like if you had replaced a white girl for a majority of those scenes, it turns into all the boys I've loved before, right? Even though that's uh, the it's an Asian American lead in all the, to all the boys I loved before, you could just replace Davy with some white girl named Melanie, and you're literally looking at the same fucking show, right? It's like oh, like I'm dating two boys at the same time. It's like holy shit, what's going on? The first two episodes of this show of this season were a wash, in my opinion, Mindy. You didn't really, the, the show picks up once Megan comes into the show. And I'm going to talk to Megan after I talk to my three. But my point is, I think there was such a lack of culture in this season, even though you claim that this show is for South Asians and there's some relatability. You could have done something with Bati. You could have done something with Davy's mother. Um, the India visit was a very disappointing arc. But that, I feel like I'm being nitpicky with that one. I think overall, though, there was such a lack of culture here in season two um, and a lack of cultural representation. And it almost felt like you made that season one episode about Ganesh Chaturthi to appease the South Asians that were going to watch the first season so that now you could get into the second season, which is the real you know, meat of your show, and just basically talk about a normal high school teenage show, which is what most of this season felt like. It didn't feel like it was a South Asian show, which is fine. I think that's fine. And I think there was some level of cultural representation, a very baseline level, but I felt like there was more to be desired. Um, and so I would like to see a little bit more of the cultural aspect come in season three, because it's a big deal for Indian Americans, uh, or not just Indian Americans, but South Asian Americans who are growing up in the States is the cultural aspect of things. So that's what I'll say. But I mean, other than that, Mindy, like there's a lot of little things that I could pick at with you. Um, you know, I think plot lines, characters, uh, the, uh, Davy just being incredibly unlikable this season, basically repeating the same mistakes that she repeated in season one. Like it, there's little things, Mindy. And that's, that's my spiel to you is that there are little things there's a lot of stuff that I disagree with that you think is somehow television, right? Um, but those are little things. And I don't want to bring up little semantics and little plot lines that I had a problem with, even though I have a whole list of them, because that's what I would have done last season. But I'm trying to be more broad. And I'm saying, Mindy, I want you to keep one question in mind when it comes to season three. And that's the question I asked earlier is do you feel like this show represents South Asians well? And if it doesn't, that's... And if you answer no, that's fine. Just don't go up to Netflix and don't go to the average consumer that watches your show and be like, we are a show for South Asians. Don't lie to people. Just say we're a normal teen romance with the South Asian character, with South Asian characters. If you say, yes, this show represents South Asians well, then do a little more with the culture. Don't call yourself miss don't call this show the woke no you know the woke show with all the south asians in it and claim you're representing us when in reality you're not doing anything. So do something in the next season, maybe make a couple plot lines here and there, make those people happy. Make me happy, Mindy, make me happy. But that's all I have for you, Mindy. You can yeah, feel free to leave. It was nice meeting you. Oh, you don't want to talk? Okay. All right. Uh, I'm sorry that Mindy Kaling feels that way, guys. Uh, I would have loved to have her on for a podcast, but, <laughs> but, oh, okay, perfect. Uh, yeah, can you send my three in? Thank you. Okay, so nice to meet you, my three. Nice to meet you. Uh, I'm the coach. I'm Coach Changavi. Yeah, feel free to take a seat. Yeah, they they threw the tray area. Sure. What can I say, my three? 
Oh, you're you're a Raptors fan? Oh, oh, that's a oh man, my three. My th- I know they beat us in 2019, my three. Okay. I it's still a tough loss for me. Can we not talk about that, please? We're here to talk about you, my three. Okay. Let's talk about you, my three. All right, my three. We doing good? Perfect. Hopefully you can handle a little constructive criticism better than Mindy did. Um, <laughs> I'm just joking. Uh, honestly, my three, I don't really have much to say. Uh, great, great job. I think you're really, really good. I think you're a really good actress. I like you as a person. I think I've watched a lot of interviews with you. This is my first time meeting you. And you seem really, really cool. Um, I actually was on your Twitter right before this. And I saw that you did a little uh, spiel on, or like a voice memo on uh, pronunciation of names. I thought that's really important, particularly in our society that we live in, where a lot of Indian names get fucked up. Let's be real. I mean, I've been, yeah, I did a whole segment on all the various names that I've been called throughout the years. So I appreciate you bringing that issue to light, particularly with your platform. Um, I really think you did a solid job with Davey. I, I think you made the role as best as you could with the writing that was given to you. Okay. And I don't think that's an indictment on you. I don't think anything related to Davey is an indictment on you because I think you do the best job that you possibly can with the writing and the scripts that you're given, which frankly are pretty eh. I mean, they, they are right. Uh, you can't say, uh, I respect the NDAs though. Um, but yes, I don't like your character. Um, I really don't. And I don't know if you have a personal attachment to Davey. And that's what I was going to ask you. And I think this is a question that you should keep in mind. Is that you grew up in Toronto, right? And Toronto and Ontario in general has a huge Indian community. For those people that don't know. And I'm sure you know this, my three. Um, do you relate to Davey? Like having grown up in such a big South Asian community. I mean, I know like the macro Toronto community is big. Maybe you grew up in a white, white suburb. I don't know where you grew up. I'm not stalkery like that, but do you, do you relate to Davey on a personal level? Oh, you can't say again. Okay. That's fine. But that's a question that I think you should keep in mind is how can I bring my own personality into this character? Because I feel like a lot of times you you seem very different off can or off screen off the screen of never have I ever I feel like I'm looking at two different people and I've watched a lot of interviews of you and I've seen you on Twitter and I've seen you here and I've seen you there and you do you're very different you're really cool off the air I would actually I think we would be friends in real life if we were like if we knew each other if I was running the same circles that you are but you're not um because you're famous uh and you're from Toronto and you don't like the Warriors but (laughs) but I think that you are very different on camera and then like from what i've seen of you in interviews like off the show type thing um and it's an interesting balance that i get you have to deal with and i get there's a lot of pressure on you i understand that my three because you are whether you like it or not the first south asian woman to ever kind of reach this type of platform you know to reach to be the head of a show is no joke and you are the main character of this south asian show that's been pinned a south asian show by mindy kaling when she pitched it right and since it came out on netflix you are the head and you're doing a great job you have i mean and congratulations to you my three 
I mean, you have you're set for life. Okay, you may not. I don't know how much money you're making now or whatever. I'm sure you're making a good amount of money uh, right out of you know. I think you're 18 or 19, so that's crazy. I think you're you're 19, so you're making a good amount of money off the off this show right now. I mean, I think there's big projects in your future, uh, and I think Never Have I Ever is just kind of like your your breakout show. And I think you do this for a couple more seasons, get your fame up. My questions that I have to ask you really don't have uh, well, they do have a little bit to relate to Davy. Is you know the first question, which was you growing up in a big South Asian community, at least in the macro. How does that relate to her? How can you relate to this character personally? And the second question that I, or the second question I have for you is, how can we take your stature on Never Have I Ever? Right, you've done great things, my three. Um, you know, you are now the token South Asian woman in Hollywood. You you've taken the Dave Patel status and take it, put it for a woman right? You, you are that, uh, if that makes any sense, you know, how Dave Patel, like was basically put in every Indian guy role in Hollywood for eight years. You're about to hit that status where you're about to get a bag. You're about to make a shit ton of money playing the South Asian woman in a lot, in a lot of different comedies and movies and whatnot. So congrats on securing the bag. How can you leverage Never Have I Ever? This is my question to you. How can you leverage Never Have I Ever into getting even bigger roles that may potentially make a difference? That's what is my question to you. And do you think your role right now is making a difference? I think to an extent it is. I think to an extent it's huge that there are South Asian girls that are seeing themselves on TV. Do I think that they relate to your character? Not necessarily, but I think they think it's cool that there's a brown girl who's playing on a or who's on a TV show, right? I think they they think that's cool, right? We can agree on that. I think it's cool that there's brown girls on TV. Hell yeah, support. But how can we take your the idea of you? I know that sounds weird, but how can we take you, right, my three Brahmakrishnan, and bring you? to a place where you're making really good, solid, relatable content for South Asians. If that's what you want to do, if you don't want to do that, then yeah, fuck, do whatever you want. But if you want to make a related, a difference and you want to make some real South Asian content, how can we leverage that for you? How, how is, is there, how can we leverage, uh, never have I ever, into getting you into a bigger platform. That's going to be the next question. That's how we're going to take your career to the next level here. Um, and my three, my last question is very simple is how do you connect to baby? Cause I feel like you're disconnected. I, I there's just scenes where I feel like you're not fully in it. And that's not any like criticism at your acting. How do you connect to baby? I'm genuinely curious because it seems like you and Davey are very different people. Davy is this completely like doesn't know what she's doing, like doesn't have her shit together, like just completely a mess. I mean, all teenagers are to a certain extent. But yeah, sorry for that motorbike back there. Um, but how do you, how do you connect to Davy personally? And yeah, I mean, I'm I know you can't respond to any of these questions, but I think these are things that you should keep in mind as you move on with the show. Um, but it was great chatting with you, my three. Uh, nice to meet you. I hope you can. Okay, great. She left. I couldn't. I couldn't even ask her if she wanted to come on the podcast. Shit. Um, yeah, yeah. Feel free. Uh, send Megan in. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
Hi, Megan. I'm Anuj. Nice to meet you. Welcome to the show. Megan. Megan, Megan, Megan. Megan Suri, it's nice to meet you. And you have also earned yourself a bag, too, because you just became the star of this season. Congratulations. Congratulations. You're the fan favorite. I mean, I think, in my opinion, I think you're going to be the fan favorite of this season. I would much rather this show be based around you than my three's character. And that's no offense to my three. Again, like, I... She's a great actress. She does she does her job well with the with the lines that she's given. I have many questions when it comes to Mindy and Lang's writ writing, but oh well. Um, but Megan, you were the highlight of this season by far. Okay, of course, yes, you deserve all the praise for this. Uh, <laughs> you were the highlight of the season. You saved the season when I thought it was going to complete garbage. The first two episodes of the season weren't very good. I thought the third episode was solid, but it wasn't really about you know, anybody South Asian. And I'll talk about it with Darren later um, with the two boys, Darren and Jaren. Uh, and then you come in episode four and you relight this season up. You make this season a hell of a lot better than it would normally have been. And I like your character. I like the way that you are comfortable with yourself. You're the anti you're the opposite of who Davey is. You're comfortable in your skin. You're confident. You're fun. And I think that is a very appealing character. Um, and I think Minnie Kaling did a good job of making you. And I think this is that's that's a credit to her writing. Maybe I should have told her, but she left. You know, what can I do? Right? I know. Um, but I really like the way that she portrayed you in this season. She did a fantastic job. You did awesome. Thank you. Um, you did a great job. Uh, with portraying this character. But my question to you is very simple, is why did you dip three-fourths of the way through the season? I feel like your arc just kind of like, it was going, it was going, it was going, and then you you just left. Like, I feel like you were just gone for two episodes, and then you come back, and then, you know, you're you're there again, right? You're with Ben, and you're going with him to the dance. I feel like you just went to make out with Ben for two episodes, and then you left, and then came back. Like, what? where did you go? I'm so confused. Um, but in terms of your character, and I, I want to have an open discussion about with you about this is I, I feel like there was a lot that was really well done in terms of like, I think the whole eating, your eating disorder arc in, in this season was fantastic. You know, I think that's a, that's an issue that definitely needs to be brought up. Uh, and I think they were, they did a decent job of talking about it and a decent job of bringing it up. Do I think Davy looks like even more of an asshole, uh, and you come out of it looking great um, of the whole situation I'm talking about with Davey mid-season. Um, but, and your character comes out looking great. Um, I I think there could have been a lot more done with your character that I, I would have been excited about. Um, I think that you being Muslim and Davey being Hindu, uh, I think, and, you know, obviously having first, having immigrant parents, like, there is some divisiveness. There is some question marks. I mean, even if your parents are cool with Hindu people, like, yeah, there'll be like the occasional throwaway joke here and there. I mean, I would love to have seen them explore that whole dynamic, right? The Hindu Muslim dynamic, because that's just such a, that's a dynamic that, I mean, it, yes, we're all Indian or Pakistani or South Asian, but like there's that Hindu Muslim weird sort of tension that kind of came with our parents from India 
all the way to America. And we're kind of caught in the middle of it because we don't really understand it, but there's still like that friction, you know what I'm saying? So I would have loved to see them explore that with your character. Maybe they will in season three. I would be very, very excited if they did. Um, so, you know, let's see what they can do with that. Um, I I've said this multiple times and I think I said it again. Uh, I'll say it again now. I think you're the better main character. I think the show should have been based off you the whole time. I think this would have been, it would have been a very fascinating show because you're actually a likable person in the show. I personally don't know you that well outside the show. I'm sure you're a very great person. I'm sure you're great. I would love to have you on the podcast. Megan, you should please come on the podcast. Um, I'll pitch you right now, Megan. I, you want to be on the podcast? You want to be on the Coach Changavi's podcast? I'll pitch you right now, okay? Megan, I'm, I'm talking to you right now, Megan. Megan Suri, I would love to have you on the podcast. I think you're going to be a really potentially great actor in this actress in this industry. You did a great job in this season. I would love to hear about your come up as a South Asian actress in Hollywood, getting on a Netflix show and where you're going from here, because there's a lot of stuff to left to be desired with your character. And also what are your other projects? I'm so curious. I have so many questions. Please come on the podcast. Okay. That was me breaking my character, but Megan, I think you would be a much better main character choice than Davey. I think that is a fact. I think that that is that would have been better. I would have lo loved to have Anissa over Davey uh, as the main character. Um, but I get why, you know, Davey is the main character. It's more like Mindy than I think Anissa would have been in high school. Um, and I'm, I just know you're going to be the fan favorite as, as time goes on, as we move on. Um, you're going to be the fan favorite of this season. And, uh, people already love you. People are already saying a lot of great things. I was perusing the internet. People really like your performance in this season. And I think it's, I think it's very valid. Um, I think you deserve all the positivity that's going to be coming your way. Uh, so enjoy it. Megan, congratulations. Yes. Thank you. Uh, feel free to leave yourself out of the room. Yep. Of course. And that's pretty much all I have for you, Megan. So. Yeah. I mean, just keep it up. Keep doing what you're doing. Excited to see what you have. Okay. Awesome. Yeah. If you could just send uh, Richa in next. Yeah. She's right outside, right? Okay. Cool. Richa. Hi. Nice to meet you. Okay. Yeah. Take a seat over there. You know the drill. Richa. Richa Morjani. Oh, Richa. Okay. So. Real quick, hold on. I've been talking for a while. Before we get in to you on the show and your character and some of the questions that I have for you, uh, I wanted to tell you something real quick. I found out you went to my high school, Richa. You went. You went to my high school. You are a Saratoga High School alum, Richa. Uh, so that's really cool. I recently found that out. I don't know how. Actually, one of my friends told me that you were uh, in town. He saw you and you guys had a conversation, which is cool. So I think that's super sick. Again, would love to have you on the podcast as well. Uh, would love to relive some Bay Area memories, um, you know, and talk and discuss and hang out. I think it'd be fun. I think it'd be a lot of fun. I mean, you went to my high school, so you you know you kind of know the vibes of the Bay. You know the vibes of the South Bay. You know this Indian American community, which leads me to my first point: is you grew up in the Bay, 
you know what it's like to be surrounded by Indian people, a big South Asian community. How do you relate to Davey personally? Do you relate to Davey at all? Or are you more so like, eh, like I don't know, that character's kind of weird, like I, I'm going to stick to my lane type thing. Do you relate to Davey? Like in any extent, were you as boy crazy as Davey was in high school? Were you, do you have strict parents? Like, I don't know what your dynamic was, but I know you grew up in, in, in my area, right? In the South Bay. And we know, I know how Indian it was. I know you're a little older than I am. I know you must have graduated, what, mid 2000s, but it was still pretty Indian Asian out here. We're surrounded by the same community. I mean, you, you would go through your traditions and, and there was a lot of, I'm sure there was Dandia still. I'm sure there was Diwali, Holi, all that stuff was celebrated everywhere. Like, you know, I'm sure you weren't the only Indian girl at our high school. That's my point that I'm trying to make. And I think that you, I, I'm, I'm interested to hear, like, how do you feel like you could relate to Davey having grown up in the Bay? And I'm talking about you personally, Richa. Um, yeah. Uh, in terms of, you know, you are one of the characters, Richa, that has the fake accent, born and raised again in the Bay Area. How do you feel about that? How how do you feel about the fake accent? Because you are someone who who is in that generation of like, oh, fuck the accent type shit, right? Where it's like, I, you know, I want to be my authentic true self, but you put on this accent for the show. Kamala is from India and you are playing someone who, I mean, I don't know if you grew up in India or you spent extensive time in India. I mean, I think that would make more sense in terms of your relatability to the character. But you are talking to, you are having, or you are the character of someone who is very, uh, who's kind of the lovable foreigner type cast, right? Of the show. Is that fair to say? And I'm curious to see like how you relate to that. How do you relate to that? That's interesting to me. I don't necessarily know um, how you would relate to the fake accent. I don't know how you feel about it. And I'm very interested to hear, like, how do you feel about the fake accent, Richa? Um, you know, having grown up here, having experienced life here, having gone to college here, having uh, gone to high school here, you know, it's a very different vibe. And you are playing someone that spent most of their lives in India and now they're here. How do you feel about playing a role that you can you can't really relate to? I'm presuming. Um yeah, that's just a question I had. I really like your care I like your character on this season and I like the arc that your character has. Um and I think there was a lot more that could have been done. There was a lot more left to be desired. And I feel like that's the theme of this season is that there was a lot more that there was so much untapped potential that wasn't even tapped into or touched. Um, and I am a fan of your character. I do like Kamala. She reminds me of my cousin who moved here to the Bay recently or like three years ago. Shout out Shreya. She reminds me of Shreya. Kamala remind a little bit, not a lot, a little bit, but I, I get like that perspective. That's a good perspective to have. I love that that is in the show. Um, and so I really like your character. I'm a fan. But how do you relate to the character? Because it feels like you're kind of disconnected. And sometimes that accent kind of bothers me a little bit. I'm not going to lie. Uh, particularly knowing your background. 
So I'm curious. I really want to know like answers, like legit answers. Not like I know you can't talk to me, Richa. You you can't talk to me here, but I'd love to have you, the real Richa, on a podcast and you know, discuss like what does this role mean to you? Like, how did you like rise up in Hollywood? All of these things. I feel like, you know, South Asian girl or South Asian woman in Hollywood, like there's a lot of shit. And I would love to have that conversation. I think it's a very interesting conversation with the fake accent. I think it's a very interesting conversation with growing up in the Bay and being an actress and, you know, relating to Davey. Like, do you, do you like, I don't know. I feel like I would be like a different type of press. So I mean, if you would want to be on the podcast, I would love to have you, Richa. Um, but in terms of stuff I liked, I really like the Prashant and Manish love triangle. I am a fan of this. Of course, it's because I love Manish. I He's my man crush Monday. Uthyarksh Ambekar is officially the love of my life. And I wish I could do a whole segment on Manish Kulkarni every week. But I love the love triangle. Uh, between you, Prashant, and Manish. I'm a fan. I'm excited. That's one of the main plots, plot lines that I'm excited to see coming up here in season three, if you guys get renewed. Um, Want to see definitely more. I would love to see more of the behind the scenes with Prashant. You know, I know there was a couple scenes where he was like, just kind of play the game type thing and, and that kind of gravitated you to Manish, who's more free-spirited uh, towards the end of the season. Uh, but it felt the the stuff with Prashant felt really rushed. And I felt like there was a lot of stuff with Davey that was just completely unnecessary in the grander context of the show. And I would have loved to see more with you. Um, you know, I think the the whole love triangle in the first two episodes was, I mean, it was gosh darn waste of time. Um, right? I think they should put I think they should have put more Kamala in those first two episodes. I think focusing on Davey and this, you know, awkward love triangle is weird. So Richa, thank you for coming in here invisibly. Richa would love to have you on the podcast in real life to really have an honest discussion about your character and about you growing up in the Bay and going to my high school, all of that stuff. I think it would be really, really fun. So what do you say? Yes or no? Um, but yeah, uh, thank you. Thank you, Richa, for coming in. Um, and the next character I have, oh, Porna, Porna, thank you for coming in. Yep. Feel free to take a seat. Uh, Porna. So Porna, you play Nalani. Um, and honestly, I don't really have many, very, or very many notes for you. I, I, I thought your character was just simply like in the middle. I, I didn't really have particularly strong feelings either way. Um, but I like you as a person. I know your background. I know you were in Ye Giovanni, Hey Divani. Uh, I know you were in Rami. You've been in a lot of shows. You're the OG of South Asian Hollywood. You did things before all of us were probably even fucking born, right? Like in this industry, you have paved a lot of fucking doors for people, which is important. And I think that needs to be recognized. Do I agree necessarily with your decision to do a fake accent on this show? No. Do you relate to the character of Nalini? I can't say yes or no because that's not my question to answer. But I just really quickly wanted to say, like thank you for being an OG of South Asian Hollywood. Um, and I think it's it's cool because you get to play the mom to Davy, who's like the second coming of you in a, in a way, right? Quote unquote, because she's going to be like, or my three is going to be like you you playing the mom and then my three playing the daughter. I think that's cool because you're like the OG, and then my three is going to be, you know 
the new generation here in South Asian Hollywood. And I think she's going to be ever present for a really fucking long time. And I think both of us could agree on that. Um, but yeah, I mean, honestly, I really wanted to say thank you because I'm a big fan of yours. And I think that, uh, you have done a lot of really awesome things in the industry already. Um, I'm sure there's going to be more to come. You've tackled both Bollywood and Hollywood, which is rare. So keep it up. And uh, yeah, that's pretty much all I had to say about your character. I think there's so, again, more untapped potential with your character. The stuff in India, I felt like was a pretty half-assed arc. Uh, no offense to Mindy Kaling. Um, but I felt like there could have been more done there. I felt like there could have been more, you know, interesting things. I felt like it was just weird. Uh, and I felt like they were trying to put you in throughout the season. You had the stuff with Chris, Dr. Jackson throughout the season who I re I really like that arc. I think the interracial relationship is also like untapped potential for season three that I'm very, very excited about. Um, and I'm going to talk a little bit about that later in my potential storylines, uh, thing, right? Yeah. You want to see you and Chris together? Yeah, I know. Um, but yeah, so that's, that's pretty much all I have to say about Porna. I mean, you were really good this season and uh, I would love to see you, uh, more throughout the show. So hopefully we can make that a reality. Okay. Perfect. Yeah. Uh, feel free to send Darren and Jaren in. Perfect. So Darren and Jaren are gonna be the last two I talked to. Uh, I know I left Eleanor and Fabiola's character or actors and act or actresses, the actresses of Eleanor and Fabiola off the list. Uh, that's because I really honestly didn't have very much to say to them. I think Lee Rodriguez is awesome, who plays Fabiola. And I honestly don't know the name of the actress that plays Eleanor, and that could get me canceled. But she was okay. I also really don't like the character of Eleanor, so I don't really want to talk about her for a long time. Uh, but I do have no feelings towards the actress. Uh, I'm sure she's doing... She, I, she does a good job, and... Uh, I feel like there's nothing much to say about either of those two characters because they were just kind of there this season. I felt like Eleanor was just, you know, oh, I'm in this relationship. Oh, I'm going to bounce to this actor. Oh, he's toxic. Oh, I'm single again. So, you know, I felt like that was pretty much her role this season. I think I've always liked Fabiola. Um, she's just chill. She's kind of living her own life. It almost seems like she doesn't want to be involved with the show in terms of like her vibe where it's like, dude, I just want to chill and like play with my robots and hang out. And I respect that. Uh, I just don't think that's like very conducive to a TV show where you have to be like dramatic and have kind of personality. So yeah, but those are my thoughts on those two. Let me get into Darren and Jaren because they're sitting right here. Darren and Jaren, my man. Um, first of all, I want to say I'm, I, I think it's weird, Darren, that you're 30 years old and you're on this show. Uh, hooking up with a 19 year old it's a little strange but oh well uh i am not the i'm not the decision maker when it comes to that stuff so i'm not gonna say that uh darren you were honestly though one of the better spots on this season i'm not gonna lie to you i think you were really really good um paxton 2.0 super likable I'm a fan of Paxton 2.0. See, I loved Gigi Hadid as the narrator. Gigi Hadid as the narrator. I want to make this very clear to everybody right now. Gigi Hadid was the highlight of this season, ladies and gentlemen. She killed this fucking season. She, the one episode she was in, she made her mark. She was a funny narrator. She really, like, talked a lot about her personality. She was fun. She was, you know, I felt like she really fit the role of Paxton just beautifully i thought she did a really really good job but i also felt like darren who plays paxton in the show you did a really fantastic job 
you were you were really you, I thought the character was way more developed this season. Last year you were like a walking body. That's basically what you were. I mean, last season, right? No offense, your character was that. I'm I'm sure you're a great person. The the character was a walking body last season. That's pretty much all you did. You were like, I'm Paxton. I'm hot as fuck. I have abs and I'm on the swim team. That's pretty much your character in the last season. And you had a nice, you had a sister who you were really nice to. This season, I got complicated Paxton. I got Paxton who, you know, you start to see his problems. You start to see that he really wants to work hard. And the Paxton studying arc was really cool. I like seeing Paxton working hard. I like seeing Paxton like genuinely wanting to be better. That made it interesting. And I loved that arc for Darren. And I think your character in this season is going to be one of the fan favorites because you were one of the better spots on this, on this otherwise pretty eh, like season of television. I'm going to be honest. Um, I feel like Darren, you also grew into the character a lot. You know, I feel like in season one, you were very uh, tentative. It felt like you were very conservative with the character. I felt like you were just trying to like get by. But in this, I feel like you were really exploring in this season. I felt like you were really tapping into different parts of the character. You were becoming more of yourself. Or you, were, you I was seeing more of yourself kind of shine through with this character and just having fun. And I, I, I'm excited to see where that goes. I still will admit, though, there were a couple of scenes in this show that were absolutely not needed with you. The one scene being the fucking chainsaw when you're building the stupid table and it's like five minutes of you shirtless with sweat dripping down your whole body and you like cutting up a piece of wood. I thought that was completely fucking pointless. I literally just like died laughing watching that. I'm sorry, Darren. Uh, I know you are very buff, but that was completely pointless. I did not need to see that. Um, again, you're 30, which I don't know why they cast you particularly as a high schooler. You're supposed to be a high school sophomore and you're almost 30 years old. Um, I mean, congratulations on looking so great, but like, but like, that's kind of weird though. Um, anyway, uh, Jaren, Ben, you were totally forgotten this season. I feel like you were barely in this season. I feel like... You were one of the highlights of last season that kind of kept the whole thing going. And then this season, you were just, yeah, you were there. You were with Anissa. You dipped for like five episodes, came back, had a couple things to say about Davey. You were disappointed that Davey broke up with you, all that shit. And then you dipped again. And then you like, I didn't get to see Andy Samberg except for like one line in the show. I was pissed. I was pissed. I liked you a lot last season. I felt like there was definitely potential for you to grow this this season. And they did nothing with you. They basically made you the same cocky douchebag that you were last season. And only put you in like four episodes, it felt like. Because I felt like you just disappeared after that. You were gone. Um, and again, so much untapped potential. So many things they could have done with your character. And frankly, I'm very, very disappointed. Uh, I think that there was uh, potentially a lot that could have been done with this character. Um, so, yeah, pretty sad about that. Uh, I thought the relationship with Anissa was uh, like, whatever. You know, I thought that was like, I, I don't think that was really an arc. Uh, but I felt like they were just looking for any excuse to write you out. Um, and honestly, that has nothing to do with you, Jaren. That really doesn't have anything to do with you. I know I'm talking to you invisibly, but also the real Jaren. That has nothing to do with you. Uh, that was more on Mindy. And honestly, I'm kind of mad at Mindy because I liked your character in the first season and there was a lot of untapped potential, which is, again, I've said untapped potential like a million times. That's the theme of this season is untapped potential that was not hit.
So I'm sorry, Jaron, that Mindy did that to you. I apologize. The coach apologizes. The coach would have put you in more. That's the point I'm trying to make. So, yeah, Jaron. Jaron, Darren, you can go in now. Uh, and I'm going to get into the second half of my show because that was all the actors and actresses that I had. I just wanted to give their questions to. I wanted to give them honest performance reviews, kind of-ish. And I wanted to give them questions to think about in this second season. Mostly the one question I wanted Darren to think about was, why do you think that you're here at the age of 30? Um, but but yeah, with Jaron, I would just like to see him in the show more. I honestly feel felt like his his evaluation was incomplete. I felt like I couldn't give him an evaluation because there was no nothing to evaluate, which is crazy to think about. So that's all I'm going to say about Jaron and Darren. Uh, and so that concludes the actors and actresses portion. So I'm going to go, go through this part real quick, which is my kind of overall thing. I'm going to see if I can get this done in like 15 to 20 minutes here. Um, but, and again, this is my first time kind of really reevalu or evaluating a TV show. So I'm going to, I'm going to get into it. Um, but I just wanted to, let's talk about the positive first, right? I feel like we've been kind of negative about the actors and the actresses and I've kind of been, you know, shit talking them a little bit, but, um, let's, let's talk about the great, uh, the great, the great that was in the show. I mean, the first, the first thing that there's two characters that pop out to me that were really, really good in this, in this season. And I think Paxton is the first one The he starts out the season, the, the same as Paxton season one, just to, you know, a fucking sex symbol, normal dude. Right. And then the Gigi Hadid episode comes and boom, his character takes a turn for the way, way, way better. I think he is 100% in the argument of the conversation in, in the argument uh, for being the best, most improved character on this show. 100%. Um, he was, it felt like I was seeing a new side of him and I feel like he got development, which is important, but he got more development than the main character did, which is like, bro, what the fuck? Like the, the, the boyfriend question mark. Well, I guess now he's the boyfriend that's been revealed after the, you know, the end of the season, but the boyfriend question mark got more attention than the main character of the show. And I felt like he got a really good development. He did really, really good. Um, I thought Darren did a good job with the character. I, I just feel like overall, Paxton was definitely a really good point of this TV show. And I'm very, very excited to see where his character goes uh, in season three. I think there could be a lot. that I don't really think there's much left that can be done with Paxton, if that makes sense. I feel like he hit his ceiling this season. I wasn't really expecting a lot from him, and I got a lot, so I was really excited. But I don't think there's much more that you can do with Paxton. Uh, I'd be interested to see where they take his character in this next season could potentially be very interesting. So I'm going to keep an eye out for that. The second one I want to bring up is obviously my boy, my man's, uh, the man who can just, uh, you know, I wish was just the main character of every show is Manish. My man, Mr. K, he was great. I mean, he was in the show for like a total of seven and a half minutes throughout the whole thing. But that just proves how much I'm craving brown boy representation other than Hassan Minaj, right? Like, I would have loved to see Mr. K be a big part of this season. I would have loved to see him play like, you know, a, a bigger part. I would have loved to see him go on a date with Kamala this season. Maybe we'll get that next season, which I'm very excited about. But I feel like he's a very interesting character. You know, he's an English teacher. He's brown. He's got the earrings. He feel, I feel like he's like the cool brown dude, right? 
And I feel like he's got his like ex brown fuckboy days. Like I feel like there's so much we could do with his character, but it's untapped. And I feel like he was really, 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 really good in like the five to six minutes I saw of him. I thought he was funny. I thought he had a good sense of humor. I thought that I just think that he was like he's a character that could be really, really cool and is was highly underdeveloped. Highly underdeveloped. Um and I'm gonna put him in the great category because I would love to have Utyarch Ambikar on my podcast and talk about Manish and I'm gonna tell him all about the script that I have planned in my mind for his character. Uh that's a spin-off show of this, you know, never have I ever. Uh, you know, talking about how Manish secretly grew up in Fremont, California, was on a Bollywood dance team, performed at Irvington Vilse, and then, you know, became disgraced when he decided to be an English major at UCLA and has basically been living his life at Sherman Oaks High School as a English teacher. Okay, that was weird. But anyway, yeah. Another one, another great thing about the show. Uh, I thought the subtle culture, this is what I like, right? I like subtle culture. I think this is a definition that I want to bring up. Um, was it too subtle? Yes. But I think the subtle culture, they're on the right track with this, where it's don't ram the culture, don't ram South Asian culture down the viewer's throat. Don't be like, we are a South Asian show. We are this, we are that, blah, 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 blah. Here's cultural tradition after cultural tradition. Here's stupid joke after stupid joke and reference after reference. That doesn't need to be a part of the show. What can be a part is it can be a backdrop of the whole thing, which I feel like they were trying to do this season, but epically failed. Okay. When you can't just be like, I feel like they almost made it a backdrop, but like completely ignore that she was South Asian, which is like, there's a fine, delicate balance. And I th- I get it. It's hard to do. Um, but I think they're on the right track when it comes to the subtle culture aspect of things. Uh, the producers I'm talking about. So good job, Mindy. I think you did a really good job with that. Uh, a, a good job of laying the background and hopefully we can see more in season three. Uh, the grandma, Patti. Patti was great. I mean, yeah, she was funny in like the few lines that she had and I thought she was a, a relatable character. She was finally someone and like that I could have seen in my life experience. You know, that's that's great. I'm a fan of having a grandmother type figure. I just wish Mindy Kaling would use her more and not have her, you know, be the wisecrack in the background. You know, I wish that she would kind of bring that the relationships with the family to light. You know, I feel like there's a lot of dynamics that are underexplored. Maybe we'll get to see them all play out in season three. Maybe Mindy Kaling is going to do a complete 180 on me and make the best season three ever. I don't know. We will see. And then Anissa. Uh, Anissa was the last, I think, really great thing to happen to this season. She was fantastic. Um, Megan, I, I talked about it earlier. She did a fantastic job playing the character. I think that Anissa is a character that has a lot of potential to grow in this show. Um, she is like, I feel like she hasn't hit her ceiling. Like, I feel like Paxson has hit his ceiling for about as far as he can go. I feel like Anissa has barely touched like the floor. Like, I feel like we've, there's such a high ceiling for her in terms of like what she can do in terms of what she can bring to the table. I would love to see her be a bigger character on the show than Eleanor is. Uh, I actually prefer her to Eleanor to being in the friend group. I know I'm causing drama, but like, nah, I mean, I think she's such a cool character. I I'm really a big fan of who she is. Um, she seems like she's just well-rounded and good, like a good person which is like rare in this show because everyone seems to be really annoying and mean. Um, so yeah, those are like my great things on the show. I think Anissa uh, Paxton, the grant uh, Bati, uh, the subtle culture, like 
foundation. I think those are the really great things that I want to talk about. Uh, when it comes to the not-so-great, I mean, of course, we have to talk about the not-so-great if we talk about the great. Here's some of the not-so-great. I think the character arcs in this season were so poor. I think they were so poor for some people, for some of the characters. I think there were other character arcs that did good. Paxton's character arc being one. I think that was the one character arc that was done well throughout the season. I think the Nalini to India arc was one of the worst arcs on the season just because it felt rushed. It felt weird and awkward. I mean, I was confused why the Indian grandmothers talked in more of an American accent than Nalini did. Um, I felt like there was so much more like inner dynamics that you could have explored with it. I get it's a half an hour show. You can't include every single little detail, but there's a lot that could have been done with those things. And I feel like they didn't hit on any of those particular, uh, arcs with Nalini. I feel like with Patti, there were so many arcs they could have hit on. I feel like with, uh, with, with Davy, I mean, I think the whole character of Davy is just messed up. I think that's how I'll talk about her later. She's definitely in the not so great. I mean, so many of the arcs on this season felt incomplete. Anissa being one of them. I mean, I felt like the arc of her character really went from like a, oh, yay, to like another brown girl to like, where did she go to like, oh, she's making out with Ben for two episodes to like, oh, she has no ending. So I hope. That's not them phasing her out. I hope she doesn't like transfer out of the school or whatever. But yeah, I mean, the, the character arcs in this season were beyond poor. I mean, they were really not very good for a lot of these characters. And uh, and I feel like the underdevelopedness uh, doesn't bode well on the season. Um, and if they continue writing like this, like I, I think people are going to start to call it out more. Uh, there's no brown boys. I mean, this is just something like personal. Like, yeah, there's like, there's no brown men on this show. Um, I mean, besides Mr. K, who that's why I probably stand him so much is because he was the one kind of brown presence besides Prashant and Mohan and uh, Mohan, who's uh, Davy's dad and the, who's dead, who's in it for like three seconds. And then uh, Prashant, who's like kind of unrelatable to me because he, I feel like he's Indian. And then, yeah. And then Mr. K and that's about it. Right. And we're supposed to like Brown boys are supposed to relate to one of those two characters. And I feel like, yeah, most of us relate to Mr. K for the five minutes he's on screen, but like, I would love to see more of him. I feel like we need to balance out the, the man, the male representation with the female representation. I'm all for this show being for the females. Love it. Have it bring in more females. Absolutely. But with every, you know, I, I think there need, there are also men in women's lives and I think it's vice versa, you know? So I think there needs to be some balance with that. Um, and I would love to see potentially more male representation on the show. Um, talked about this a little earlier, just going to brush past it. Lack of culture. I mean, I feel like, I feel like I, yes, I said that there was subtle culture and I feel like that's what they were going for. A little subtle references at different things or like dynamics and stuff like that, relationship dynamics and stuff like that. But lack of culture was definitely present in this, in this season. It almost felt like they forgot Davy was Indian a lot of times with the love triangle, all of that shit. It felt like it was very, uh, it felt like it was turning into, to all the boys I loved before, which had nothing to do with the culture. So I felt like that's what they were turning into um uh, that's why i told mindy at the beginning i was like listen you want to make this a show without culture that's fine just don't pitch to people like it's the south asian show that's it um so yeah uh davy is another 
you know, not so great. I mean, I could go at length for how I think her character is completely problematic. I think in the first season, she literally makes a mistake. She comes back from the mistake and it's like, okay, complete, right? And the second season, she makes the same fucking mistakes over and over and over and over again and then still comes back. I'm like, why are people friends with this motherfucker in the first place? Like, this is no offense to any of the actors, the actresses. I want to make that very clear. But like, what the fuck, dude? Why are people still friends with Davey? Like, she should just be all alone at this point. The amount of fucked up shit she's done throughout the first two seasons of this show, she should have zero friends, let alone a boyfriend, let alone like everything. Like, I don't understand how she can be a complete asshole and still come back from this. If this was me in high school, dude, I would have been completely canceled. The very limited following I had, I would have had zero, right? Like, I don't, I don't understand it. I am fully just unaware of what, you know, the lack of like of Davy's character, what the fuck they're trying to do with her. She, I feel like they're, it's incomplete. It's weird. It goes all over the place. I mean, yes, she lost her father and like, that's the big overarching theme. And like, she's acting out in a certain way. Yes. 100% get that. But also like, I feel like people don't constantly act like this all the time. I feel like you learn from a mistake and you say, Oh fuck. I fucked up. Let me improve that instead of making the same mistake eight times the next season. So that's just me. I feel like Davy is just, she's such a stagnant character. I feel like she's, I've seen no growth from her from season one to season two. I feel like she's the same exact person, um, you know, just who's gone through maybe a little bit more life experience because she got older. So uh, I'd be interested to see if they actually provide her with some growth in the next season. Uh, and then lastly, less Eleanor, my God. My God, I'm not even going to like talk about her because she's so freaking irritating. I, I don't know if I'm biased. I like, can you guys honestly tell me is Eleanor a good character? Like I genuinely find her to be so fucking annoying. Like I, I don't know what it is. I don't know. Like, you know, like if it was just like me projecting on being like, Oh, like, and you're just being mean to a girl. Like, no, I just, I genuinely don't like those type of people who are overdramatic, who are, you know, like, oh, I have this boyfriend. Oh, I'm just going to flip to this boyfriend. Oh, he's toxic. Like, I feel like she's just so fucking irritating. And she pisses me off. And she shouldn't piss me off because I shouldn't give her that much space to live in my head. And this is the character. I'm not talking about the actress. The actress, I'm sure, is a great human being. But I do not like her character. Her character is an asshole. She's just irritating and annoying and overdramatic. And I would love to see her off my screen sometime soon. Um... But yeah, those are my great and not so great with uh, with this season. So I'm just going to, you know, hit right back in and transition to what are the things that I would improve? Because I feel like I can list all of these things, but like there's no point without uh, anybody executing on it. Right. So I guess a couple of three, uh, three major things that I really would like to see happen. Number one is build out your side characters. Please don't let your side characters just sit there, make a couple jokes and make that their personality. Fuck that, dude. Why? You could do so much with your side characters. You could make you could literally have them be in a couple serious conversations, reveal a couple details about themselves and I would be happy, right? There's so much that you can do from that. I, there's just like little things with the side characters. There are little details that the audience picks up on. They're like, "Oh, I can put a name to the face." Like, 
if Mr. K was like, you know, like I was from Fremont and uh, I, I, I Bollywood danced back in the day, but you know, my parents found out I was an English major. You could say that in three fucking sentences. It doesn't take that long, you know? So I feel like there's no need for side character. Like, I feel like there's no need for, uh, you know, leaving these side characters just to sit there and be flat. I get you obviously can't like give everybody a full arc, but like, I mean, I think the side characters need better arcs. Even Prashant, dude, like he was just like a nerdy engineer the whole time, right? There was no real like personality to him. He said like he made like one comment, which was like, oh, like just be content with what you have and and uh, don't stand up to your boss, right? Like or something along those lines. And I feel like that was his personality throughout the whole show. He was just kind of villainized. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I would love to see the side characters get better arcs because actually I do really like some of the side characters on the show and I would love to see them kind of get more involved. Um, I would love to see the second thing I would love to see is building out the characters lives more rather than just like focusing on Davy and her relationships, right? This show is supposed to be as Mindy Kaling pitched it, the South Asian show. Okay. Talk about her life. Do not just talk about Davy's love triangles, Davy's relationships, Davy having sex, Davy losing her virginity, Davy doing this, Davy doing that in a relationship. I don't care. As a viewer, I do not care. Maybe there are 16-year-old girls out there that do care and that's giving you your viewership, which is fine. But if it comes down to the economics and they're making you money, yeah, have Davey go sleep with everybody. I don't care. But if you're actually trying to make a quality show here, why do you have to talk about Davey and her relationships for 80 minutes out of the 90 that you're given on this fucking show? Talk about her life a little bit talk about who she is talk about her dynamics with her mom that's a really interesting relationship you could talk about do a little bit more cousin time with davy and kamala i'm I'm not even saying like bring in more brown boys you have good characters you have solid characters on you use those two characters bond them together don't have davy and eleanor time for god's sake jesus but <laughs> they're both so annoying but like Put Davy with other characters. Put Davy with Anissa. I like that dynamic. Put Davy with like I don't know. Put her with the characters, so the, some of the South Asian characters in the show, and it's great. And I think it's great. Like I think I think you could make a lot of potential. And the last thing I had was get Manish more involved because I'm a Manish stan, and I will always forever stand up for Mr. K, even if he's uninvolved in season three. I will still advocate for him to be in season four as a main character. This guy is great. Okay, he's the one like developed brown or semi-developed brown side character who's a boy on this show besides Prashant. I would love to see him. I would love to see this love triangle between the three build out. But also like what the fuck happened to that Steve guy, that Asian dude? He just like dipped off the surface of the earth. I would love to see a Steve return in season three. I don't know who like, is it just me or like, does everyone want to see Steve return or is everyone like, where the fuck did that guy go? Uh, I just realized, like, that guy, Steve, just fucking disappeared off the surface of the earth, uh, especially from the show. They just, like, pretended like he died or something. Um, but, yeah, I would love to see Manish get more involved. That's I'm a big fan of that, and uh, I will continue to advocate for it. My guy, Mr. K. Okay, so second to last topic we're going to talk about real quick. I know we're at an hour and 11 minutes uh, for those of you that are still watching, which I highly doubt because a lot of people don't watch this long. So. Potential season three storylines. This is just something that like I like to throw around, you know, kind of shoot the shit a little bit. Um, I would love and season two storylines. They listened to me for one of them. I said, bring in another brown character. Boom. They brought in Anissa. I'm very, very happy. 
Uh, I would love to see more Brown friends, Brown friends for Davey, uh, because I think that's such an important dynamic, particularly when you're growing up and a Brown person, like you have more than one Brown friend, uh, and you don't meet your first Brown friend as a sophomore in high school. That's just weird. I would love to see some of Davey's family friends, maybe move back to the high school, um, you know, maybe get to see them, maybe get to see some other dynamics. A brown boyfriend is another thing I was throwing around. Like, I would love to see some guy named Akshay, like, walk in and be like, sup? And, like, Davey be like, oh, my God, he's Indian. My mom would love him, and I love him, too. When's the Shadi, right? Like, I would love to see that shit happen. That is the type of storyline I'm talking about. Um, In terms of other potential Season 3 storylines that aren't unrealistic, uh. Paxton and the, like I would love to see Paxton and Nelani interact more. I feel like every time they do talk, it is kind of funny. Uh, I again like more of the they um, the boys of Davy and their and her mom interacting because I feel like that's that that could potentially be really cool. And obviously, if the relationship with Paxton ends up growing, I would love to see um, Davy introducing her like Paxton to her mom and her grandmother and Kamala because I feel like that would be really really fun. Um, and I'm a big fan, but I. You know, I feel like with season two, the problem that I had was it started out with the love triangle and it's going to end with the love triangle and it'll, the love triangle will probably continue through season three and we'll probably end with another love triangle because this fucking situation is never going to get resolved. You can have a love triangle in a TV show, I feel like, but you can, you have to find a way to eradicate the third thing and just have them move on. But of course, with these fucking teen dramas, that doesn't happen. Got to get some water. Um, loved another store potential season three storyline that I would like to see happen. Davy and her grandmother's relationship. I would love to see that kind of uh, progress and potentially see something there. Uh, I'm just going to go through these real quick. Manish and Kamala. That's something I would love to see. You're going to get hinted at it at the end of season two there with the, uh, with the ending scene with the subtle uh, Kamala showing up to the party. Uh, so I would love to see Manish and Kamala, see where that goes, see if they end up, uh, you know, going anywhere. Uh, this was just a fun one that I threw around was just get some like Indian kid who's from Fremont or some shit and transfer him to this white ass school and be like, dude, all my friends back home at Irvington High School were hella Indian. Why is everyone here white? And then maybe bring in some, you know, Bollywood dance team and Davey joins the team and it turns into this fucking great thing. I would love that. I think that'd be really funny. And then. Another arc that I think would be really, really, really cool would be if Davy's mom and Chris continue their relationship secretly. Because I, you know, obviously it ended towards the end of season two due to Davy's mom and Davy being an ass, um, understandably being an ass. Uh, but Davy's mom and Chris, I would love to see that potentially continue. I feel like it will. There's a lot of really interesting things that I think we could see there. Interracial relationships. I would love, love, love to see. Never have I ever tackled that and see what they can see what Mindy Kaling does uh, when presented with that challenge of an interracial relationship within the show. And the final verdict. I'll do this real quick. Uh, let me get the banner up because I forgot it. Oh, here it is. The final verdict. You see, you like that? You like you like the little bolding? The final verdict. Um, here's how I feel. I'm gonna be honest. I gave this season, and I think what you guys have mostly been hearing for the last hour and 15 minutes or so is a lot of criticism. And that's true. A lot of this is criticism. And a lot of this is me being like, hey, listen, I like some of the foundations that you guys laid this season. I really do. I think it was 
an improvement from season one. But I really, really, I think to take this show to the fucking next level for me to be like, okay, I'm for this. Cut down on the romance, please. Put some more stuff about life. Put some more stuff about the culture. Make this a more well-balanced show. But that being said, I think this season was slightly, slightly better than season one. That doesn't say shit, though. That doesn't say anything. Because I thought nothing of season one. I thought season one was garbage. I borderline considered not watching season two because of season one. But I decided to give it a chance. And I was pleasantly surprised that it was a little bit better than season one. I actually thought this season was way better than season one. Season one... Or not way better, but slightly better than season one. I thought there was a, a lot more that I could that that was going on. I liked some of the stuff that they did. The Paxton arc really, really helped me continue to be interested. Um, Bati, uh, Manish, of course, Manish, bro. Manish made this season a ten out of ten. I I will give it a ten out of ten just because of Manish. No, but there was just a lot of different little elements that happened throughout this season, which I really liked. Uh, Anissa bringing in Anissa really helped. Uh, Paxton's improvement, Manish, uh, the subtle culture aspect of things like potentially uh, being a foundational element for the rest of the show. Melanie and Chris, like Melanie and Chris Jackson. I think that's going to be a great storyline heading into three. Um, there's a lot of cool things that I think were set up in this season that could make for a really good season three, or they could just forget all the shit that they built this season and just make a garbage season three, which is what I think is probably going to happen knowing Mindy Kaling and uh, what she does. But the final verdict of this show that I have, and I don't like to be negative, and I, I know I said garbage there, but like here, here's how I feel, is I think that this season was slightly better than season two, or sorry, season one, and I think season three has the potential to be really good. Will it be really good? Time will tell. Am I interested to watch season three? Absolutely. But this is still a show that isn't targeted at my demographic. I found it to be pretty cringy at a lot of the time. Um, and you know, I feel like we're heavily critiquing this piece because it's the first South Asian piece and it's the first one, you know, I feel like when it's the first one, a lot of people have their own impressions of it. But that being said, my final verdict for this season is I give it a six out of 10. Um, yeah, actually, no. Nah. No, I'm not even going to give it a 6. I'm going to give it a 5.5 out of 10. This is good compared to last season. Last season, I gave this show probably about a 4 out of 10. This is about a 5 to a 5.5 out of 10. I wouldn't go give it a 6. A 6 has to be like solid. This is about a 5 to a 5.5 maybe if I'm feeling good on a good day. This is a 5. Yeah, a solid 5 to 5.5 out of 10 is how I would kind of grade this show right now. Um, And... I thought I gave it a really objective review. I thought I was really uh, solid, and I thought I picked my points well here with the show. I know I may have rambled a little bit. I know the show was a little long at an hour and 18 minutes, but I'm going to be cutting up clips, so you guys shouldn't worry. Um, but if you do want to watch the whole show, it's there. It's going to be up on YouTube sooner, or, or it's going to be up on YouTube, so you could just watch the full show. Thank you guys so, so much for watching. Remember, like and subscribe to the channel. If you guys like my TV show reviews, if you guys like this whole like concept of me talking to the actors and giving them questions to think about, all of that stuff, would love would love it if you would comment down below. Let me know how you guys felt about this season because I have strong opinions. Uh, and this show, again, my final rating, 5 to a 5.5 out of 10. 
but thank you guys so much for tuning in, tapping in. I really appreciate all of you. Have a great, great, great weekend. And I will see you guys potentially next week for another episode of the Changabi Show. And, and podcasts are coming up soon. So get excited. All right, guys. I'll see you. Peace.